1: about the anointing today, but I want to say this. Um, I thank you for receiving uh, the gift that God has given to me and the call on my life. I'm so grateful for Pastor Philip and Michelle. They are so precious and um, so in, in tune with the Spirit of God and the Word of God, and we learn so much, right? Praise God. But God is always, always, always giving us truth to help us continue to grow. Amen. And I love that about him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because it is, it is um, always enlightening and fulfilling. Praise Amen. God. So it's a joy to be here. Thank you for being here. And we're excited what God is going to say to us this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, I thank you for your goodness and your greatness. I thank you for this day, Father. And I thank you as a yielded vessel to the Holy Spirit, I speak forth that which you desire to say to your precious people this day, at this time, in this hour. And I thank you because we hear and put to practice what we hear, we will be changed. In Jesus' holy name, amen and amen. Praise God. You can turn to 2 Corinthians if you desire, the first chapter and I'm just going to start with this scripture because we're going to talk about the anointing. 1 Corinthians 1, 21, 22 says this, Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us in God is God, who also has sealed us and given us the spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Hallelujah. And then in 1 John 2, 20 and 21, he says, But you have an anointing from the Holy One. And you know all things. I have not written to you because you did not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of truth. In other words, what he's saying to them, I have taught you. You were, you were willing to learn. You take took heed. And you know a difference between the truth and a lie. Yes. So practice the truth. Yes. Because you are anointed yes. to do so. Yes, you are anointed by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So... We see in this that the, whole, the, the anointing or the unction of the Holy Spirit is in every believer because that's what these scriptures say. In every believer is the unction and power of the Holy Spirit because Jesus said, did he not, that when you receive me, I come to abide, but so does the Father God and the Holy Spirit. Yes. So if you're not full of the Holy Spirit by speaking in tongues, you still have this Holy Spirit and you know him. You may not know him to the fullness of someone that has received the fullness of speaking in tongues and and understanding that flow and that relationship, but you still know him because he abides within you. So we all have an anointing and uh, we have to know that that is the truth of the word of God. Every believer has an anointing, uh, but not only that, every believer has a calling. It may not be in the fivefold ministry, but it's still a calling because God does nothing without purpose. Amen. He didn't just plop you here on the earth. He had purpose for you, yeah. and he intends for you to fulfill that purpose while you're here on this earth. So if he's placed you in this, in this congregation, then you have purpose, you have a call, you have anointing to do that call, whatever it is, and don't forget it. You're not here just to sit on the pew and warm the pew. Amen. You're here for purpose. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we need to understand that. So you need to ask yourself, what has God called me to? <laughs> Because you have to learn to move in that calling or that office if you want to call it that. I call it a calling because I believe that that's what it is. God is calling you to this purpose. Hallelujah. So what has God called you to? And if you move in that calling, but you don't have the anointing, what happens? (laughs) You get dissatisfied, right? A lot of times you even become... um, kind of um, nonchalant about it, you know, just, oh, well, you know, I guess I thought I was supposed to do that, but I guess I wasn't. Well, you probably wouldn't if there wasn't, if there wasn't any anointing. Because whatever God's called you to, there is an anointing. So uh, you have to understand that uh, it's not about, uh, I have a calling, but I don't know what it is. It's about, I have a calling. I need to seek God and find out what it is so I can allow that as I uh, yield to that calling, allow that anointing that's within me to flow to help someone else. It's all about helping someone else. We are here to bring people into the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, first and foremost. Hallelujah. So that's an anointing. That's a call. (laughs) If you do nothing but that, that's a wonderful call and a wonderful anointing. Even if your ministry is one-on-one to people, that's a wonderful call and a wonderful ministry. Not everybody can do that. So you have to recognize that everybody is anointed and has a call, and they need to follow in their call so that anointing flows with them and not try to be in somebody else's anointing (laughs) or somebody else's call. I can remember when um, we were pastoring the local church there in in Tulsa, and um, one year when we used to uh, help Brother Lester Summerall every year with his Israel trip, we used to host one of his buses. And I can remember one year there in, in Israel, the Lord spoke. Buddy and I were in separate places, but the Lord spoke to us about changing our congregation and he said, I'm calling you to be a, a pastor um, to pastors and ministers. And, and he went on and gave some instructions and things about that, and we understood what that meant. But we didn't just run back home and say, well, our congregation's changed, so we're leaving by. No. You, you walk in that. You seek God, and you walk in that until you know the timing of God and the flow of God. But at the same time, because God was changing us and changing the way our call would flow, we felt the release of that call to that local congregation. And it was difficult to stay in that flow, in the natural, to stay in that flow until the timing of God was right for that to flow properly. But that's what you have to do in everything, in every call. You have to seek God. You have to know his timing, and flow with him to keep the anointing flowing as it should. Amen? Amen. <laughs> so uh, it's dangerous really to intrude into another calling. And, and uh, you don't want to move too quick. And you don't want to move too slow. You want to move with God. Amen. But God's timing is so important in our lives. But um, I just want to say this to you. It's int- it's very dangerous to try to intrude into another uh, calling that's not that you're not called to. First of all, uh, you get yourself in trouble. <laughs> you can you may, you may remember in the Old Testament, uh, the two men that walked into the place that was not where they were called, <laughs> and they fell dead immediately. They intruded into the holy place, and that was not where they were called. And they fell dead immediately. Well, in these days that we live in, thank you, Jesus, we live in the days of grace. Thank you <laughs> Amen. So we might can get by with it for a little while, but not forever. <laughs> we still have to, sooner or later, judge ourselves. Yeah. We have to do that. 1 Corinthians eleven, thirty-one, thirty-two 32 says this, For if we judge ourselves, we would not be judged, but when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. Well, I'll tell you, I'd rather be chastened of the Lord than condemned with the world, for sure. <laughs> and and uh, so we need to look at ourselves and see, you know, where, where are we? And what is God saying to me? And what has he ask of me? I want to flow in that so the anointing that he has placed within me flows continually not only to help me, but to help others. Praise God. I can remember, I've been around long enough that I can remember mighty men of God anointed by the Holy Spirit and by God and and moving in the Spirit in, in evangelists and prophets' ministry with gifts of healings and, and uh, special faith and prophecy and uh, miracles, all kinds of things happening in their ministry. And I I, uh, when I was studying this, I remembered one man in particular, awesome ministry, but he decided he wanted to be a teacher. So that's what he started in trying to do. Walked away from his calling and tried to uh, walk in another office that he was not called to. There was no anointing. He brought much confusion through his teaching, and he died at an early age. Why? Because he didn't stay uh, in the function that God called him to, but he tried to function in a function of uh, calling, so to speak, that he wanted. Right. And it's not about, in following God in following God, it's not about what I want. It's about what he wants for my life, for me Amen. to succeed and be successful. Because he knows me better than I know myself. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he created me. He designed me. Hallelujah. So he knows me better than I know myself. So we have to see that we have to stay in our call so that anointing flows and we do not um, fall into the place like this gentleman of premature premature death. It was because he did not continue to obey God and follow forth with how God had called him that he decided to do what he wanted to do and it didn't work. There was no anointing. Oh, Jesus, help us. <laughs> That's what I say. So uh, don't operate or try to operate in something that God has not called you to. It's very dangerous. And I think this, a lot of times, I've, as I've meditated on this and wrote some of these things down, I thought, you know, it's, it's just really sad because I believe the church has been robbed of blessings that they could have had, but they were robbed of them because people didn't minister under their call and their anointing. And uh, I think that uh, that is uh, part of the problem today with the church they have not heard, they have not seen because the church has become so lax in so many ways and not, oh, well, this is, I'm comfortable and this is good and so we'll just... We'll just follow along here and roll along. No, God wants you to move into more. He wants a strong anointing in your life. He wants people to see that he is real and what his word says does happen yes. and will happen God. when we believe and flow with that which God has called us to. So we don't want to be in ministry and not flow in the anointing. Amen. And remember, we all are in ministry and we all have anointing. And when I say ministry, I mean, you know, in the kingdom of God, we have a purpose. We have a call. And with that is an anointing. Praise God. (laughs) You don't want to have to look up one day and say, okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? But we need to seek God and say, okay, God, I'm here. I'm open to you. I want to follow you. I want what you want in my life. Nothing more, nothing less. Hallelujah. And that's always abundance because God is an abundant God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. So, and, and, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, it takes a great step of faith to move into what God is saying and to move into what God has said that I want you to do. (laughs) But you have to find your place and move it in it with the anointing. That's the thing. Uh, Find your place. Um, I heard, uh, I think it was yesterday, uh, another woman of God talking about finding your place. You know, finding your place means finding your call. What God is asking you to do and then flow in that anointing. And how do you learn to flow in that anointing? By seeking God, studying His Word, and listening to the Holy Spirit, developing your relationship with the Holy Spirit, because that anointing comes from Him. Hallelujah! He is the anointing in our life. Praise God. So I, I say it this way: If you're called to pastor, then pastor. Amen. If you're called to be an evangelist, then evangelize. You know. <laughs> Flow in the anointing that God has called you to. Uh, if you're called in the ministry of health, then, then uh, get on your knees and find out what your place is and flow in that in the anointing. You know, and, and I want to say this. You know, you are not a volunteer in the church. You are not. You are in the ministry of health. in the church and there is an anointing in that place. That is a call, and it's important. Why? Because it helps the pastors fulfill the vision that God has given to them. That's why he called you here, because he has a purpose for you, he has a goal for you, and he has an anointing for you. And you are to see what that call is and flow in that anointing in this place where he has placed you. And that's important that you recognize that and operate in faith of what God has said to you to do, to be, to act, whatever. You know, when when Buddy and I pastored, uh, we were very thankful for the ministry of helps because, uh, like I say, it helped us fulfill that which God was asking us to do. Well, you can't do it alone. You cannot do... God did not design you to be an island to yourself. Amen. Amen. He had designed you to need one another as you need him and as you come in close fellowship with him then you come together in unity and fulfill that which God is saying. And we all need help. All of us need help. <laughs> but we need helpers, and that's the ministry of helps. Hallelujah. And it's very important that you understand that. And when we pastored, we, we loved our ministry of helps. And we, we taught them. We taught them how to move supernaturally by the Holy Ghost in services. We taught them how to, the ushers, how to, we, uh, Buddy used to tell the ushers, you're not here just to take somebody down the aisle or give them a seat or take up offering. You're here to minister to people. Yes. And you come in prayed up and ready to listen to the Holy Spirit, be alert to the Holy Spirit, and, and view this congregation and see what's happening so that you are prepared and ready to do whatever is needed at any time. Amen. You're not to sit there with your eyes closed. You know. <laughs> But he said, I understand that when th- you're up front and you're helping usher and things are happening by the Spirit of God, you may want to close your eyes and worship God, but you're not there at that point to close your eyes and worship God. You're there to keep your eyes open to see what's happening because that's your call, that's your place, that's your anointing to flow and help people yes. and keep yes. it orderly. Yeah. As you have been trained, <laughs> you have to train pastors. You do have to train. But if their desire is to fulfill the call in their life and flow with that anointing, then they're gonna they're gonna learn and they're gonna walk in that ministry of help place in this place. And that's important that we understand that and that we walk in the fullness of it. It's not what I want to do, but what God has called me to do and given me the ability to do at all times, in all things for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give him the glory. So what do we do? We come in on Sunday morning in faith, expecting God. Not man, God. Expecting God to fulfill that which is needed for this day. Hallelujah. But I love that. And, you know, when we, uh, we used to really honor our ministry of helps and we had classes for them, like I said, we usually tried to do different things to encourage them and let them know that we appreciated them. And once a year, we as the staff of the church gave them a banquet. And we had it catered and, and we had them all sit down at the tables and then we as the staff would, would uh, serve them. And we served them, uh, you know, they didn't have to get up in the line, the buffet line. We served them plates like a server would. And, and uh, to just let them know that we appreciated them. That we loved that they were obeying God and fulfilling their call with their anointing to help us in what God had asked us to do. That was just something God laid on our heart, you know. God may lay something else on, on pastor's heart to honor you, but the thing about it is we do honor you and we respect you in the call that God has given to you because there is anointing with it and you can flow in that anointing in this place. Hallelujah. And it's important we recognize that and know that. Like I say, I'm not just a, you're not just a, a pew warmer. <laughs> But you are a saint of God, a son of God, a daughter of God, called by God with purpose. So walk in your purpose because there's an anointing with it. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. I love that. Don't you? I love that. Praise God. And you know, there were so many times, (laughs) I can remember one time our greeter, I can remember one time... uh, This lady came in, I believe it was a lady, came in, and uh, well, there are several times this happened, but this one particular time I'm thinking about, and she was just very despondent, was sick in her body, and the greeter took her hand, and she said, we're so glad you're here this morning, and we want you to know that we love you, and we're just thankful that you came. And immediately, by the Spirit of God, she just started praying for her. She just knew she was supposed to. so she started praying for her. And the lady was immediately healed, came out of the despondency she was in, began to rejoice. Just with the greeter. Why? Because that greeter was fulfilling her calling with the anointing, king to the Holy Spirit of what was needed at that time. That lady possibly wouldn't even could have enjoyed the service if that hadn't happened beforehand, Amen. because of the position in the place that she was in her life. So these kind of things are important. You're not there to shake someone's hand and say, "Hi, how are you?" You're there with an anointing to listen to the Holy Spirit, to greet those in love that come, but the spirit of God says, "You need to pray with this person, then pray with them." You need to lay hands on this person. Lay hands on them. That's what you're there for. A greeter is someone that helps you with anything that is needed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that was definitely needed at that time because a lady was really struggling. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm sorry. (coughs) My throat gets dry sometimes. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. So we need to understand these things so that we walk fully in how God is leading us to fulfill our destiny or our purpose here on this earth. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I love it. Don't you love it? I love him, don't you? I'm so grateful that I can walk in the fullness of that which he asks of me. Praise God. So, um, well, I don't know where I am in my notes, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Where's the anointing going to be? When you're obeying your call, in your call, you flowing in your call, there is the anointing. Hallelujah. <laughs> in 2 Timothy one eleven. uh, Paul says this. He says he was anointed to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher. Then in Acts 13, he said that he also stood in the office or call of the prophet. So what is that saying to us? That is saying that we all are called, but we have different anointings, but the same Holy Spirit. Not everybody has a lot of different calls, but some do, and they flow in them by the Holy Spirit because it's the same Spirit that gives the anointing. And you may have noticed at different times people that are uh, have more than one calling or office in their life, the anointing on them, and you may have noticed in services when that anointing changes, you recognize when that anointing changes and they begin to flow over here in this other call or other anointing or office that God has, yeah. has, has destined them to. Yes. You can, if you're keen to the Holy Spirit, you will be aware of that. Okay, they're, they're moving over. I've seen it. My dad, a lot of times, he'll be uh, teaching, or uh, and, and all of a sudden you'll see that healing anointing flow over into him, and he'll just begin to minister healing. Sometimes he goes back to what he was teaching. Sometimes the Spirit of God will lead him on maybe into another place. Maybe he'll begin to prophesy in the prophet's anointing. But you see those anointings change as they flow in what the Spirit of God is wanting to do at that time. Amen. Why? Because they've learned that it's their callings. They have anointings. Those anointings are different. And they have made, uh, developed a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And as a result... They have begun to yield themselves. They know how to yield to that anointing, and they flow in it. There's There's nothing more important than you building your close relationship with the Father God, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Nothing. That is so important in your life. Why? Because God said that he created us for fellowship with him. And if we don't build that relationship, then we're not fellowshipping with him Amen. and getting to know him, know who he is, know who I am in him and, and uh, who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for me. And because he did it for me, I can have it. I believe it, I receive it, and it works in my life. And because he gave me the Holy Spirit, he said he left the Holy Spirit here on the earth to help me. So the reason I say I love the Holy Ghost because he's everything to me Jesus said he would be is because he is. And the reason Uh, is because I allow him to be. I allow him to be everything to me that Jesus said. So I build my relationship with him. I know him. I know his voice. I know when he's speaking. I don't have to stop and say, is that you, God? No, I know it is. Because I know the Holy Spirit. And you should be in that same place. So that you know him the moment he speaks. Because understand this, he's speaking all the time. We're just busy and busy and busy and don't listen. We're busy with busyness. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't listen. We don't hear clearly always. But he's there, he's speaking, and we need to learn to listen. Hallelujah. It's important that we, we build that within us so that we know that we know that we know all that he said is truth and it shall come to pass in my life when I believe it and I receive it by faith. It works in my life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. And the more we function in the call and the anointing that God has given to us, the stronger we become and the stronger that anointing becomes in us and flows in and through us. Hallelujah. Not only that, it's so exciting to me. I love to see God move and help people and bless people. You know, in Little Rock last weekend, uh, I don't remember which. I think it was at the Sunday morning service. Um, at the toward the end of the service, I believe, uh, I noticed this lady come, stood up, but I was in the middle of moving in the spirit, and she came down this aisle and. It took her a while, and so when she got down here to the side, I thought, well, in my mind, I thought, well, I'll just go lay hands on her. But instead, the Lord had me stand right here at the pulpit and just point at her and keep saying, receive, receive, receive. And every time I did that, it was like anointing just flowed out into her, you know. And then pastor felt led to go lay hands on her, which was appropriate. And we found out that she had two crushed discs, was it? Vertebrae, Vertebrae, Two crushed vertebrae, and she could only walk with her walker. And she said, as I was speaking forth, that anointing just came on her. She said, I felt it go all through me. And she said, I just stood up. Without her walker, she just stood up. And she said, once I stood up, I thought, well, I can just walk. So she said, I walked down that aisle. And the more I walked, the stronger I got and the straighter I got. And she walked out of the building after service without that walker. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? It's Because of the anointing. Not because of me. Because of the anointing of the Father God by the Holy Spirit. And that's what he intends. And that's the kind of thing you're going to see in these end times, folks. It's not going to be some man up doing wonders and miracles. No, it's going to be you as the believer coming in in faith, believing God to move and to do things. And it's going to, as as the speaker speaking, the anointing is flowing or whatever he's doing, things are going to happen in the congregation. Why? Because you're full of faith and you came to receive. And if you come to receive, then you have it. When it begins to flow, take hold of it. Yes. Hallelujah. It's just that simple. God didn't make it hard. It's our minds that make it hard. Amen. God said, I gave them a very simple instruction in my word. All they have to do is follow it. Hallelujah. And he said that to me one day because I was kind of complaining about, you know, well, my friend is so such an excellent teacher and blah, 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 blah you know. And he said, well, you have to stay in your calling. I didn't call you to be a teacher. I called you to be used and moved and flow by the Holy Ghost in a prophetic ministry. Praise
0: God.
1: And Amen. he said, there's teaching in it, but it's by exhortation by the Spirit of God that things come forth and the anointing flows. And I... I said, yes, sir. <laughs> I didn't complain anymore. <laughs> I will walk in how he's called me with my anointing. Why? Because I desire, I love people, and I desire for them to be helped Hallelujah. just as God does. Hallelujah. And that's what we're here for, is to allow the Spirit of God to flow in us with that strong anointing to help others as they come in faith to receive and be blessed. Hallelujah. We, we have to learn that in a service when the anointing is flowing that okay I've come in faith I've come expecting God here he is what do yeah. I do I receive Amen. and when you receive things happen Amen. hallelujah Amen. glory God. to God praise God I'm so thankful for that it's not hard folks it's simple it's simple there's not any what ifs, or how comes. It's simply, it's my anointing, you come in faith and you receive. Amen. If you don't receive, you know, that's on you, not me. Amen. I brought it to you, just as God intended and how he said, but it's up to you to receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we do receive, yes. right? I receive, I receive what, God what God has for me, has for me this day. This day. I because I want to walk, in the to walk in the fullness of the anointing of, the anointing of my, call. my call. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory Hallelujah. to God. Hallelujah. And you know what? Hallelujah. We can. <laughs> we can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can. We increase our anointing by continually walking in it and and, and, uh, uh, studying the word and listening to the Holy Spirit and continue to to move with him, obey him, yielding to him. You know, the more you yield to him, I put it this way, the more you yield to him, the more you give him control to help you do what he desires of you. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see where I am here. (laughs) Oh, so we have to study, right? We have to know the word. We have to pray. We have to know God's voice. We have to uh, pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Praying in tongues is so important in your life. Keeps you built up. It keeps you aware that the Holy Spirit is alive on the inside of you. It keeps you keen to his voice. All these things are so important because 2 Timothy 2.15 says a workman who doesn't study will be put to shame. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be put to shame. God is not shameful, and I'm not ashamed of him, and I'm not ashamed of the word of God, but I want to flow in the anointing that he has given to me manifested by the Holy Spirit. Praise God. So what do we do? We study and We pray and we keep ourselves built up, and when we move in what God has called us to, we move in faith, knowing that as we move in faith, the anointing is there. Hallelujah. <laughs> ah, hallelujah. I think that the more we learn to yield to the Holy Spirit and allow ourselves to be fully engulfed with him, fully engulfed with him, the more results we will see. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I believe that. Yeah. A lot of times, uh, we haven't seen a lot in our services because we're not allowing ourselves to be yielded to and fully filled with him. Uh, one way of putting I, for a better, lack of a better term, being overtaken by him, he does not overtake you in the sense of making you do something but you're yielded to him so that he is aware that you are yielded to him fully for him to move and flow in you as he so desires fully. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, my, my, my. I remember hearing my dad say that uh, Smith Wigglesworth was a man that had learned to do this. And... Um, I remember my dad, if you've read his readings, but I, I just remember uh, his writings <laughs> or even heard him. You may have heard him tell this story, but I remember he, t- he was t- talking to Buddy and I one day, and we were just talking about some things in, in the flow of the Spirit and for Buddy and I to have more understanding, and um, he talked about uh, Smith Wigglesworth, and he told us, he said, I wrote this down because I wanted to make sure I said it. I believe, the way he said it to us. And I think he has it in some of his books as well. But anyway, uh, he said that uh, his friend of his was in a meeting that uh, Smith Wigglesworth, where Smith Wigglesworth was teaching. And he was teaching on Ram, uh, Romans eight eleven, which talks about, but if the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. And he said that he kept emphasizing quicken. He said, quicken, quicken, quicken. He said, quicken your mortal bodies. And, uh, and he just kept saying it. Quicken your mortal bodies. And my dad said, you know, uh, I just thought that this was something over in the area where that we're going to lose if we don't seek God and, and understand what that really means. Okay. So I uh, looked up the meaning of the word quicken, and it excited me because he kept emphasizing quicken. It will quicken your mortal bodies, and quicken means to revive or make alive. So the Spirit of God is going to quicken or make alive your mortal body. Hallelujah. And he said, uh, and another meaning is something is to bring it to life or restore it to a flourishing condition. So the Holy Spirit is bringing to life your mortal body and bringing it and restoring it into a flourishing condition. Hallelujah. Flourishing means it's shining and there's nothing wrong and it's going full force. And that's your body. That's how God, by his spirit, quickens your mortal body. He causes it to to come alive and flourish. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, we need to look that up and we need to confess that over us. The spirit of God that's in me causes me to be made alive. He makes me alive. Hallelujah. And he brings me to life and restores me to a flourishing condition. Hallelujah. My mortal body is flourishing along with my spirit. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now, if your spirit's not flourishing, it's going to be hard for your body to flourish. I'll tell you that. But if you're alive unto God in your spirit and feeding yourself and Praying in the Holy Ghost, doing all the things that you know to do, keeping your relationship right with God. Your spirit is alive and to God, then the Holy Spirit is gonna cause your mortal body to be alive and quicken to flourish to a flourishing condition. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I love that, don't you? Woo! Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Glory. You. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. My, 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 my. (laughs) Just that alone brings anointing. (laughs) Glory to God. Why? Because it's truth. And when you walk in your call with the truth, there's always anointing. Why? Because the word is alive unto God. And it is alive, becomes alive unto us by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! So I'm just aware that in these days that we're living, there's going to be different anointings that maybe we haven't seen before. There's going to be a lot of different things happening in the body of Christ that perhaps we have not seen before. But let's be careful. Don't be too quick to judge. You know the Holy Spirit, and you should be aware of what's real and what's not. Amen? I can remember my dad, and those of you, again, have read my dad's book, you've probably heard him tell this story. But he talked about a man that he called Dad Smith. And I love this story because it's it's just exciting to me. (laughs) But he talked about Dad Smith. And he said that he had him pastor in all of his churches that he pastored it, but one, and that's because he had not met him at that time. But he said that uh, Dad Smith had an anointing to preach the good news that Jesus saves. And when he would come in, and he had him come into his churches purposefully for that reason, because that was... His call to minister to the churches, the good news that Jesus saves. <clears throat> but he also said he had a peculiar anointing. <laughs> and he said that as he was as he got through preaching and presenting the good news of the gospel that Jesus saves, he would step down off the platform in his daughter played the piano and he would look at her and he'd say strike up a tune and she would begin to play something and as he she began to she began to play something he'd walk over by the piano and just start dancing and she said he would just dance my dad said this he said he would start out in the flesh or the natural but he said you could see uh that anointing come on him, and it changed. You could see it. He said it was something uh, 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 phenomenal to see, for the crowd to see, because he said not only did the Christians recognize it, but the, uh, those that were not born again recognized it. They recognized something happened. He changed, and his dance became different. And when his dance became different, He would dance down the aisle, and as he danced down the aisle, the sinners would just come out and go with him, and then he would dance them down to the front, and they would receive Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. He said every person in the building would get born again. And he would just dance down the aisles, and as he danced down the aisles, those that didn't know Jesus would come out, and they would just dance down the aisle with him, and they would come. To know Jesus. That's exciting to me. <laughs> I love that. It was phenomenal. So, uh, dancing people to the altar is a peculiar anointing, right? <laughs> but now my dad said it worked every time. Why did it wor- work? Because Dad Smith moved out or yielded to the anointing, and it would manifest. Hallelujah. My dad went on to say, Uh, that dad Smith didn't know much about faith but he said that's okay he gets them born again and I can teach him the fundamentals of faith (laughs) and then he said this he said his call was to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that Jesus saves but his anointing was to dance people down the aisle to receive Jesus (laughs) very peculiar right but it worked every time. <laughs> so we have to be careful that we don't turn our noses up at things that we think are kind of ridiculous or don't seem, you know, proper or whatever, because the key is, is there fruit? Yeah. Yeah. The key is, is there fruit? <laughs> Woo, I love that. So we need to use, let God use us in the way he desires and quit worrying about what somebody else might think or say because they're going to think or say what they want to anyway. So who cares, you know? Amen. You know, several times I've been in public, and uh, I know one time in California, I was with some friends of ours, and and uh, we were eating breakfast, and all they were talking about some things, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God moved on me, and I just began speaking tongues, you know? And then my, my husband interpreted it, And it was encouraging for them, helped them, gave them answer. And someone said to me, well, weren't you embarrassed to speak in tongues in public? I said, no, there's people all around me speaking different languages. They didn't know. I didn't know what they were saying. So who cares whether they knew what I was saying? (laughs) (laughs) Still language. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not important whether those people out there are understanding or not. It's important what, what we're doing right here is bringing understanding. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So you don't worry about what people think or say. So what if they think you're strange? Maybe I think they're strange. <laughs> it, it, that's not important. We are a peculiar people. Right. But praise God we're alive unto God and the Holy Spirit and yeah. his anointing. Yeah. And we're willing to do and say whatever he says, whenever he says, however he says. Hallelujah. And I believe that we're going to see more and more, like I said before, moves like this in this way in our church services and in. oh in, uh, We're going to see more of the anointing in areas that we haven't seen before. And again, we have to be careful not to judge because we know the Spirit of God, and you don't judge if you're not sure, ask the Holy Spirit. But it will most of the time register and agree with your spirit, even though it may be something you haven't seen or, or even done before. <laughs> I can remember this was how long have you and Darren been married? They'd been married 11 years and this was before they were married we were at our conference in Tulsa and and uh, I was I had been ministering and the Lord had me call Darren and Regina up to the front well I knew that they were not married they weren't even engaged but I knew that they were they were getting serious that's all I knew and I thought Lord why are you having me call them up here together in my mind you know but I'm trying to t- keep listening to the Holy Spirit because this was very strange to me because God had already given me a few words to say and I thought okay (laughs) this okay and I said to the congregation I haven't done this before and I looked at Darren and I said I don't know all the words I said exactly but basically I said to him what are you waiting for amen isn't that what I said What are you waiting for? And I don't know what else I said, but I just really talked to him about dragging his feet about asking her to marry him. And I found out later he already had the ring, but he just he just he just couldn't get sure of the time. (laughs) So the Lord was telling him, "What are you waiting for? Now's the time." I'd never done anything like that before or ministered like that before. It not only was strange to me, it was strange to everybody else. But it was comical at the same time. But, uh, you know, if we can't hear for ourselves and make the decision, sometimes God just got to ding us on the head, (laughs) help us a little bit. Wake up that noggin. (laughs) But... But that was something I'd never done before. I'd never ministered like that before. And they probably hadn't ever been ministered to like that before. I know Darren hadn't. <laughs> but, you know, God is comical. He has a sense of humor. Why? Because he is joy. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you can't have joy without a sense of humor. Hallelujah. It's true. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> But what I'm saying to you is, don't be quick to judge, but listen to the Holy Spirit, because in this day that we're living, we are going to see anointings that we have not seen before, and we're going to see things happen by the Spirit of God that we have not seen before. Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because it's the age we're living in. And understand this, people are hungry for the reality of who God is. And the reason they have become discouraged with the church is because they teach the word, but there's no signs following. There's no reality to what is being said. So we have to expect the reality of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father God and the Holy Spirit, to be operating in our services with us individually so that the world can understand God is a real God and what he says does happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What he says does happen. It is truth. It is reality. And that's the biggest thing that people are looking for is reality. What is truth? What is real? But I have to see it. So how do you see it? You see it by the demonstration of the Holy Spirit in the things of God in his anointing. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. That's why it's so important. I tell you all the time it's so important. You've heard me say this time and time again to know the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our help. Yes. And when we know him to the fullness we will not be ashamed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because his works shall be Performed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I believe that God's raising up a mighty, mighty spiritual army in this day, yielded to and equipped with the power of the Holy Spirit and that anointing flowing for the world to see God is real and He does what He says. Hallelujah hallelujah (laughs) i thank god for that don't you oh let's just praise god thank you jesus i worship you lord i magnify you i glorify you and we expect great things to happen all the time every time everywhere anywhere anytime hallelujah why because we Are walking in that which God has called us to with an anointing and that anointing is going to come forth and help and bless others ha 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 hallelujah and we have the joy of the Lord which causes us to always be joyful and operating in the fullness of joy so people can see that he is a good God he is a God full of joy and peace and love hallelujah thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. I glorify you, Lord. I magnify you. <XT-> I'm a photo of ha. no Ha ha. a little bit See, 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 but I can let her flow in her anointing. I tell you. Uh-huh.
0: And the strength is from within. The strength is from my presence within your heart. And it is a strength that surpasses all that is available in the natural flow. It is a strength that surpasses all of the adversity that is coming against you. So if you will yield to the flow of my strength and yield to the joy that bubbles within, you will experience not only a strengthening in your own in your own self, yes. but you'll experience an overcoming of the adversity.
1: Yes, hā beke brakasundan lebe, and ikuristili bikindi mahaha, and sundan lebaha, and frista karabakasa. Yeah.
0: And it is not something for you to look in the mind to, to discover. No. It is not something for no. you to understand or to even be able to explain. But it is a yielding to that I desire. Yes. It is a yielding to that is a necessity. It is a trusting in the flow and in the impulse and in the
1: prompting of my Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> Prompting of His Holy Spirit. Yes. Ha. Yes. For Him, listen to Him, and that's how it flows. Ha ha ha. Yeah, and He brings joy with it. Yes. Glory to God. He brings joy with it. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Wonderful joy. Mighty joy. Joy that is causing us to release ourselves into the fullness of God <clears throat> and His flow. Ha ha ha. Woo, mama, <laughs> mama, they <laughs> came by the Ha ha. Oh, yeah. See, they ha 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 ha. They hey, 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 hey. Ha ha ha. yes. Hey, ha. Ha Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha 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 Oh yes, glory to God, <laughs> glory to God, glory to God. Ha 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 ha. Oh uh, yes, oh yes. Ha ha, ha 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 ha. Woo, masete beha, esete behehehehe. Yeah. Woo, yeah, come on. It's the joy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. Woo, Oh, ha 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 Hey, ha 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 Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> Woo, that's Ha ha ha. You might say, you might say, they can Ha ha. the Oh, ha ha ha. Woo, may, 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 hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Just yield to it. If you're not laughing, it's because you're not yielding to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's the only reason. <laughs> only reason. Yes, it's a Hallelujah. Ha Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Woo. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you,
0: Jesus.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It's so wonderful. So wonderful to release the joy of the Lord. And how's it released? Through you. Hallelujah. Through you. The joy of the Lord is released. Ha, 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 ha. Woo! My, 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 my. (laughs) That's why I had Pastor Michelle come up here because that's part of her anointing. That is part of her anointing. I love it when she flows, moves over and flows into that anointing. Hallelujah. 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 That's one of the reasons that she's so steadfast and, and, and stable in her walk with the Lord because she knows how to yield. She knows how to yield. She's not ashamed to yield to whatever God is saying do <laughs> and, or however He desires to flow. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. And then my comfort like to death. for it is by the Spirit of God that all things, pertaining to God and his truth flows. Amen. It's by the Spirit of God, that's what I said, it's in, the, in the tongues. It's by the Spirit of God that all the things of God flow. It's by his Spirit. Ha ha. Ha ha. Why? Because he's the action behind the Father's will. Ha ha ha. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Woo.
0: Hallelujah!
1: Woo! Hallelujah! Glory! 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 Hallelujah! 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 Glory! 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 Glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Woo. Praise the living God. For he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Mighty, mighty, mighty is he and holy is he. Now, i tell you what the Spirit of God is doing. He's getting you ready for tonight. Amen. You don't want to miss tonight because it's going to be awesome. Why? Because God, God is moving. God is moving. In this place, in this city, in this state, hallelujah, God is moving. Amen. And you're a part of that moving. Hallelujah. 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 So you be here tonight and see what all God is doing. Amen. Hallelujah, Pastor.